Welcome to the Bumpaholics Podcast. The Bumpaholics Podcast serves our community by providing education on fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, lactation, and parenthood. The overall mission is to support expecting parents so they can be more well-rounded and empowered to make informed parental decisions in their journey through parenthood. Now please sit back, listen in, and join us on today's episode of Doulaverse. Welcome to Bumpaholics with KCWM. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, YouTube, and TikTok, all with the handle at KC Women's Ministry. I'm Madison, and I am a birth, postpartum, and bereavement doula. I'm Brittany, and I am a birth and bereavement doula trained by Still Birthday. And today we're going to be talking about inclusivity and language for LGBT persons in the birth world. That's right. Yes. And this is a really interesting topic. You know, it's one of those topics that, um, you know, not coming from the LGBTQ community, it's, I have little experience in dealing with that community. So it's, you know, meeting someone can easily be construed as an attempt to dis or, you know, not be inclusive in some ways. Um, yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's definitely a growing community. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in the 21st century, there are still more and more things that we're learning, even within the community. Um, mm-hmm. I personally am a gay woman, and there's so much that I'm learning every single day just from being a part of the community, living it in my day-to-day life that um, I didn't know before. And I can only imagine how much learning there is for people who are outside of the community mm-hmm. that needs to happen um, in order for 100% acceptance to happen. Um, right. And, and so many questions about what we need to do to be accepting without, Mm -hmm. you know, being offensive. Right. And is there a way to be accepting of both LGBTQ and of mainstream society? You know, is there a way to use our terminology that includes both without ostracizing one or the other? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to hear a little bit more about what exactly does LGBTQ plus mean? Like what are the terms and what are the definitions of those terms? Yeah. So we primarily talk about LGBTQ. Sometimes people add IA and plus at the end because there's so many variations of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And really, honestly, the community includes anyone who just doesn't feel like they fit mainstream in in, in any way that that looks. Um, L stands for lesbian, G stands for gay, B stands for bisexual, um, T stands for transgender, I stands for intersex, and A stands for asexual. And then there's the plus that goes on to include people who are non-binary, who are gender fluid, who are um, pansexual, who are... um, any kind of variation on the spectrum of gender mm-hmm. or sexuality. Um, and we like to include anyone and everyone who just feels a little different. Um, and the Q, I believe I missed the Q, is queer. Oh, okay. So or questioning. Or questioning. Uh, questioning. Yes. So that's a lot of different terminology. How did you land on gay? So I personally, when I started to question my sexuality, um, had identified as bisexual. Um, and I really didn't like when people called me gay because I felt like it took away from my attraction to men. And so when I realized that I truly was gay or lesbian and I wasn't attracted to men in a sexual way, um, 
<laughs> Sorry. Then um, I kind of transitioned to accepting gay as more of my terminology because I wasn't straight and I wasn't bisexual. Um, personally, I feel like there's a connotation that over-sexualizes the term lesbian, um, but I do still t use lesbian um, all the time. I, If someone calls me a lesbian, I do not get offended by it. Um, but everyone kind of chooses their identity a little bit differently. Um, and using a general term of what it means to express yourself. And personally, I choose gay, but accept lesbian as well. Okay. So what is the difference between gay and, and queer? So queer is more of a broad term. Um, it's very hard to pin down a specific definition of queer. It's oftentimes just a term that makes you feel comfortable. Okay. Um, so it could be that you're questioning things, you're not really sure where you fall. It could be that you know exactly who you are, but queer defines you a little bit better than gay or lesbian or um, bisexual or anything like that. It's more of an all-encompassing term that simply means not straight um, or just a little bit different, and everyone accepts that. Um, Oftentimes it can be used in a derogatory way if it's directed at someone um, rather than as a term to identify yourself. So it is one of those terms where we get a little bit confused about whether it's acceptable or not, um, but people who identify as queer are absolutely okay using that term. Okay. So when we talk about the acceptance of same-sex couples mm -hmm. what does that look like from a doula standpoint yeah so from any provider um, whether you're you're in a couple or not there's always the concern as an mm -hmm. lgbt person that you're not going to be accepted by your provider um, something that i personally do when i meet a new doctor before i even set up an appointment is what is your stance on, on lgbt persons because it drastically changes the way that your health is addressed. Um, everything from your sexuality to um, your life experiences. And so when we're talking about in the birth world as doulas or as OBGYNs or midwives, we really have to be aware of that as well, that there are a lot of providers out there who are not accepting of same-sex couples. Mm -hmm. And so as a doula who is accepting of same-sex couples, it can often feel difficult to navigate how to express that you're accepting of that without being like, hey, guess what? I like accept you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, one thing that we can do as doulas to kind of get around that is simply using our language to be inclusive um, and, you know, using images that aren't always heterosexual couples, um, using terminology that doesn't always include mother as the birth person. So what would a good terminology be that is inclusive yet still helps to, um, yet still follows mainstream in a yeah, way? Yeah. Because, you know, I, I'm straight. Mm -hmm. I am mainstream personally. And that's where I gradual I gravitate toward in my terminology. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's he, she, we, they in in the terminologies that I use, just naturally. Yeah, um, of course. I'm of course overly upset. You know, I'm acceptive of yes. LGBTQ. You know, absolutely. 
<laughs> we're pretty close. Best friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know, um, without ostracizing mainstream and without ostracizing that LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. what kind of terminology can we use that is fully encompassing and still lets people be who they are. Yeah, absolutely. As far as social media goes, I love, and and our contracts and all of those public Mm -hmm. um, domains, I love personally the term birthing person um, because it identifies the person that is going to be giving birth. Um, It also eliminates the um, parental term around the person who's giving birth. In in the cases of... um, same-sex men couples who have surrogates, um, <coughs> where the person who is going to be the child's parent is not necessarily necessarily the person who is giving birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and Such and, as an adoption or exactly. surrogate situation. Yes, yes. And that yeah. applies for heterosexual couples as well. Exactly in surrogacy mm-hmm. and adoption, using the term birthing person, um, you know, takes away... It, gives back that terminology to the parents. So they can then identify if they choose to be mom, dad, parents. That's another term that they might utilize. Um, Baba is a good one that I see a lot. Um, A lot of times Mm -hmm. I see same-sex couples simply using their first name. Um, That they don't want to be referred to as mom, dad, Baba. Um, They can be just Madison. And that is what their Mm -hmm. child calls them. Um, Some parents prefer to be auntie or um, even grandparental, grandparental terms such as Nana. They want um, some of those um, less gender specific and and less mainstream. Um, But what's really important is if you have a family who you're unsure whether they're straight presenting or not um, is to ask what their preferences. Um, okay. Ask what your pronouns are. Ask what uh, your you plan to have baby call you. Ask what you want them to call you um, or you to call them. Um, because from my experience, I am a cis woman, which means I was born as a woman I, and I identify as a woman. Um, I don't want to be misgendered. Mm-hmm. I very much love my she, her pronouns. And I don't want anyone to assume that I don't use she, her pronouns simply because I'm a part of the LGBT community. Um, I love the term mommy and I'm going to be a mommy when I have kids. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that taken away from me just because I am not a straight person. And I think that it's really important in any family dynamic to ask what their preferences are. What Mm -hmm. do you want baby to call you? What do you want me to call you? Um, And especially because even in the straight families that I've worked with, they want baby to call them mommy, but they don't want me referring to them as mom. Which we have lots of straight families who have that preference. Exactly. And, you know, that's, it's probably a preference of mine as mm-hmm. well. You know, I, I don't have a parental feeling toward you. I prefer exactly. to call you by your name. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and it's a respect type mm-hmm. of thing. You know, I respect you enough to say, hey, Madison, how are you? Instead of, hey, honey. Are yes. you doing okay? Exactly. Or something exactly. Along those lines. And it, it goes hand in hand with mm-hmm. LGBT persons. We don't need to tiptoe around mm-hmm. that. Um, a lot of times people just, just ask 
it's not mm-hmm. offensive to ask if you don't know. Um, and, and one thing that I would encourage all people is if you are asked, think of it as a sign of respect rather of disrespect. Um, I don't want to assume who you are and what your feelings are. So I'm going to ask rather than mm-hmm. just assuming. I love that. I love the asking when you first meet someone. I, I'm Brittany. Not I, I, but hi. (laughs) Hi, I'm Brittany. How are you? You know, um, what pronoun do I call you? Exactly, exactly. Or just listen very closely to what pronouns they are using for themselves and adopt that program. Yes, exactly. Asking asking what someone's pronouns are, I personally believe, should become as um, habit formed as asking Mm -hmm. what your name is. Hi, I'm Madison. What's your name? What are your pronouns? It, I personally believe it should become that simple and hmm. that it's a great way to include everyone, straight or not. So when you're looking for a pediatrician and you are part of that LGBTQ community, you know, is there a list anywhere of pediatricians who are LGBTQ accepting? Because if you go to one that's not, you know, what you could definitely feel some... Yes. Yes. So a lot of times when we're picking our providers, Mm -hmm. there are um, providers who use language that is not necessarily inclusive. So if I were to take my child to the pediatrician and they ask something about how's dad doing or how Mm -hmm. is dad adjusting to baby when there is no dad in my child's life, Mm -hmm. um, it can be damaging for the child. Very confusing. Absolutely. Um, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, there are definitely resources around. We're located in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. There's resources um, around Kansas City that have LGBT friendly pediatricians. Um, I personally, on my personal website, Hobbs Birthing, have pediatricians mm-hmm. listed that are LGBT friendly, as well as fertility clinics that are LGBT friendly. Um Personally, in the Kansas City area, KU Hospital has an amazing um, trans program to help families who um, have a trans person in their family go through fertility and um, work with their their children and their pregnancy and the babies and and all of that, which is fantastic. So if you're in the Kansas City area and you're looking for support, please look into KU. Do they run a support group for I believe that they do. Yes. That's fantastic. I believe that they do. Yes. Fantastic. So when you are a trans or LGBTQ community parent, um, I mean, we we kind of spoke about the terminology Mm -hmm. a little bit. Do we need to go in depth a little more with that? Yeah, I mean, you know, it it honestly expands Mm -hmm. into our entire lives Um, from from when you're when you first come out to when you enter a relationship um, conception childbirth, um, pediatricians, daycare, school, Mm -hmm. there's always roadblocks. Um, I I recently read about a family who had children in a private school and that they were now looking for a new private school that was LGBT inclusive because um, the school decided that their family was living in sin and that they did not want the children attending the school anymore. and it, it kind of runs into everything. I've heard stories about, um, you know, same uh, two mother families. One mother is mommy, one is mama. And not having those terms respected in the mm-hmm. sense that mommy went to pick up the child from daycare. And the daycare teacher said, oh, honey, mama's here to pick you up. And the child got very confused because it wasn't mama that showed up. It was it's mommy. mommy. It's mommy. Um, so, you know, it's those little things that... 
to respecting that language that mm. sometimes we don't think about that mommy is very different than mama when you have two mothers. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. same with daddy and dada. Um, and just understanding if you have a same sex family in your school, what mm. do you call your parents and how should I refer to them? Because if you have one mom, mommy and mama are often interchangeable mm -hmm. and it's okay. Um, but we don't want to confuse children. And so that's just something that as we support families throughout child, infanthood into childhood is something that, that we like to provide resources on our daycares and schools who Absolutely. understand LGBT family dynamics. So do we have some other resources besides KU in the community, especially for those teenagers who are still trying to figure out where they stand? You know, what kind of resources do we have in Kansas City? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I personally, I don't have any right off the top of my head. They're, they're on <laughs> my website. I do know you have a list. Yes, I have a list on my <laughs> website. Um, again, that's hobsfirthing.com. Mm -hmm. um, and I have lots of resources, um, fertility clinics that mm -hmm. are LGBT inclusive, um, and as well as some support groups. There are, there are definitely teenage um, LGBT LGBT support groups for people who are questioning, mm -hmm. um, as well as people who don't have family that are accepting of them. Um, that can be really, really damaging to a child when their family is not accepting. Yeah. They, they either lose their family because they've come out or they feel like they can't come out. And if we're not living our authentic selves, we're not healthy. We're not in a good mental mind state. Um, so mindset. So having those support groups that we can go to and talk with, mm -hmm. um, I personally was very blessed with a supportive family, and so I don't have any personal experience with any of these support groups. But um, I have done lots of research about on the ones that are that are in my my bio or in my um, resource mm -hmm. list. There are also um, homeless shelters that are specific for LGBT youth who are kicked out of their home if they wow. experience um, an unaccepting family and then experience homelessness. Um, and a lot of those. Um, homes are also accepting of um, pregnant teenagers as well. So That's if you're great. LGBT and find yourself um, expecting, then, then mm -hmm. those homes can help you as well. Um, we also see a lack of sex education for LGBT persons, and um, that's where... Uh, a good majority of teenage pregnancy comes in is lack of sex education mm -hmm. and um, definitely it, it still exists in the LGBT community um, and there are programs in the Kansas City area as well that provide LGBT sex education that's fantastic yes. because I could definitely see even if pregnancy isn't necessarily a concern for the couple right there are absolutely some other concerns oh, of course to be Yes. No, not knowledgeable of. <laughs> yes, STIs and STDs are yes. at the top of that list. Um, yes. We, we want everyone to remain safe and healthy. Well, and, and not just the sexually transmitted potentials, but, I mean, you've got the respect issue Absolutely. as well. I mean, you still have, just like in, you know, your, your mainstream community, you still have issues with date rape and mm. um, abusive Absolutely, absolutely. Situations. Any so. any difficulty that you can, any mm -hmm. domestic problem that we experience in um, straight couples, mm -hmm. we see in LGBT couples as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. So knowing where those resources are, knowing where the education portals are, mm-hmm. um, and knowing just where you have potential support yeah, is absolutely. very important. Absolutely. So. And um, one last thing before we wrap up, KCWM, we are very LGBT inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our doulas are respectful of um, pronouns and family dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, if you find yourself looking for a doula, we absolutely accept you into our family and we would love to serve you. And if you're looking for more LGBT resources or you're needing support or you're just looking for someone to talk to, even if you're not expecting, or even in that phase of life, you can absolutely reach out to us. Mm -hmm. We can get you connected with resources and um, we want to make sure that you know that, Mm -hmm. that you're loved. Absolutely. So we, we definitely do a lot of education in, um, inclusivity and that's, that's not just with LGBTQ, but that's with races, genders, all of it. So, you know, we support the person. We don't necessarily support an idea of that person or, you know, what others believe that person should be or are to be. So we support you in whatever you are. And wherever you are at in your current life. Yes. So absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us <laughs> on um, Bumpaholics. Bumpaholics. Woohoo! The Keeping Community Women's Ministry, shortened to KC Women's Ministry or KCWM. Um, again, we are on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, YouTube, TikTok, all with the handle at KC Women's Ministry. Yes. So. Thank you for hanging out with us. We loved having you here. Don't forget to hit that like button because you know we deserve it. Leave a comment to let us know why. And since you enjoy this video so much, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. While you're at it, click the notification icon so you're alerted to all of our future content. Your participation and constructive feedback helps us grow and shapes our community that you can be a part of. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials so you can stay in the loop for upcoming videos, live events, fundraisers, and Patreon goodies. As you know, the details will be found in the description below. Thanks for watching, and we can't wait to see you in our next video.